0: Hey everyone and welcome to Road to Forex, where we are going to be talking about everything in relation to the foreign exchange. Of course, I am your host Alex, so without further ado, let's get stuck into today's episode. Now, today's episode is going to be an early Christmas present for you guys. I'm going to get into the very nitty gritty of trading and that means that I'll be giving you a trading strategy First of all, I want to say and give a bit of a disclaimer because this is Rotaforex. It's no nonsense and I want to make sure that I am not giving you guys any BS information. This is a podcast, so it is quite hard for me to explain something that is obviously visual. So please bear with me here and if you don't understand, you can always email me at rotaforex at gmail.com. Happy to answer any of your questions. So, let's get on with the episode. So, this strategy is called the breakout strategy. And the first thing that we want to do here, and it's very crucial, is identify horizontal movement, accumulation zones, right? Now, the best way to do that for this strategy is to find double tops and double bottoms, So when I say that, I don't mean you can just find double tops. I don't mean you can just find double bottoms. You need an area with both, a minimum of two, right? So you need that double top and you need that double bottom. Preferably, I always use three tops and three bottoms, so a triple bottom and a triple top, as my minimum requirements. That's me personally, right? You can do it with a double top and double bottom. Now, what we're going to do here after we find these areas is just make sure, right? We want to make sure that because Forex is not a game perfection, and we all know that, say, there's one high and the next high is just slightly higher. Does that mean, therefore, it is not a double top? No, it does not. I know, highly controversial, right? You're saying, Alex, that you're just explaining exactly what a bullish trend is. If the next high is higher than that one, then it must be. Well, again, remember this is a podcast, a lot easier to explain when you're showing it. But this is what I've always said to you guys. Forex is not a game of perfection. Just because it's slightly higher does not mean that trend is continuing. Hence why I usually go for three tops and three bottoms, right? One top could be at $1.50 and the next top could be at $1.50,0001, 000, 000, right? As long as the next high or the next bottom is within seven pips of that high, the original one, the starting one, then yes, It counts. because remember, you can draw out your Fibonacci tool. You could draw out a different resistance line. You could be waiting for that perfect entry and the market's starting to come straight down to it and it never hits it. And then it takes off in the other direction. How many times has that happened to you guys? But I can assure you, if you go and look at that all the times it's nearly come down and taken off in the way you wanted it to, draw out how close it was to there. And I promise you, it's usually within the 7 to 8 pip range but I like to say seven. So from that original one, you could have one that's three pips lower. You could have the next one that's four pips higher than that original top, and it's the same for the bottoms, but that all counts. They're very, very close. So what we do, knowing this, when that seven pip range to the original high or the original low in that accumulation zone, that horizontal movement, we draw resistance and support line from the highest point not from the original top wherever that highest high is that's where we draw it from not from the wicks don't count them. it's from the close of the bodies that is what we want so if the original high is you know two pips lower than the next one do it from that next high right that's absolutely fine remember it's so close within seven pips i count it as a touch i'm saying it's right there it's absolutely fine for you to go ahead and do that now if the next one is also four pips above that remember that it'll be like say eight pips away from the original high that's not really what we're looking for even if all the bottoms are roughly around the same place That's still creating higher highs. We don't want that. So we want it always to be within that 7-pit range from the original high. Hopefully that all makes sense. I can picture it in my head what it looks like. But as long as it's in that range, it's absolutely fine. And for the bottoms as well. We draw out that support and resistance line. Now, why are we doing that? Now, of course, I'm going to explain this because this is road to 4x. I'm going to give you the full picture. If I just go, these are all the rules. Have a good time. See you later. You're never going to do it. It's like... If you want to do an exam if you actually know the subject and they throw a really hard question at you because you know that subject inside and out you're not going to get fooled and Forex is the hardest test that you are ever gonna take so when the market does throw something a little bit weird at you you will have seen it you'll understand it and it will still make sense and that's the difference between you making no money or making a hundred dollars or even you losing money so when you rather just know the answer than, you know lose money or not make anything hence why I'm gonna tell you right now so in this support and resistance zone in this accumulation area this horizontal movement we are not touching it that is what I call the graveyard of all beginners it is the easiest strategy a support and resistance strategy to teach you will see it everywhere on YouTube. You will see it everywhere on Instagram. It is so easy to teach. You just identify these areas where there's a double bottom, triple bottom, whatever it is, and double top, and you just go, okay, if it hits support, it's going to go all the way up to the resistance line. If it hits resistance line, it goes all the way to support. No. As we know, that doesn't always happen. Sometimes it hits support, goes halfway in between, comes back, hits support again, and then goes to resistance. It might even dip below the line as we were just talking about then, from that original high, sometimes it can go six or seven pips above and then come back down. It might break through that line slightly when you're drawing out the resistance line, right? But that's absolutely fine, right? That's absolutely fine. That's what we're looking for there. The market is not perfect. So we're not going to hop in a zone where it's just not making up its mind. It's not going anywhere. That means it's it could go up or down any stage whenever it wants to. There's no rhyme or reason to the market, so if there's no rhyme or reason, we can't create a strategy out of it. We're not gonna be the 90% that loses here. So what do we do? As the strategy suggests, we are waiting waiting for the breakout. Now this is a trend trading strategy. So for this example, we're gonna say it's bullish, right? So we draw out support and resistance, we identify the horizontal movement, Then above that resistance line that we've drawn, 10 pips above it, I am going to place a price action alert. So if you have trading view, you you place the price action alert, means when price comes up to that point, the mark comes up to that point, you get an alert. Download the app on your phone. That means you can continue with your full-time job. You can go for that run. You can go to the gym. You can have dinner with your parents. And you don't have to worry about the market. But as soon as it hits, go into trading mode. Now when that does hit, that price movement, that 10 pips above resistance zone, does that mean we're hopping in? Absolutely not. We are waiting for one specific thing, a big bullish move in this case. Of course, if it was going down, we'd need a big bearish move. So what we do not want to see is a lot of little candlesticks moving up to that 10 pips. We don't wanna see three or four small candlesticks. That's like a snail right is that a big strong bullish movement no of course it's not that's a very weak sign of bullishness it shows me that there's not a lot of buyers in the market or the trend is going to end or something along those lines right if i see that snail slowly inching its way up to that 10 pip line don't want to see that i want to see the two medium-sized candlesticks or one large one preferably Because say it is a couple of pips beneath your resistance line at price action, and you get one big candlestick. It pushes through the resistance line. It hits that 10-pip line, right? And the candlestick closes. We always wait for the candlestick to close, guys. Always. It closes above that 10-pip line. That candlestick might be 13, 14 pips. That's lovely. 13, 14 pips, anything above that, we want to start hopping in. And as for the mediums, if we saw a 10-pip one, it breaks through resistance, but it doesn't quite hit 10 pips above resistance line. But the next one, that might be 8 or 9 pips, something along those lines, closes above that price alert. Because again, we're waiting for the close. I love that. If I'm seeing four or five smaller candlesticks appear before it breaks through, I don't want to see that. I want to see it that resistance line, and the 10-pit price alert be broken in one, two, or three candlesticks. Because that is showing me that the market is really trying to push up. We're going with that trend. So therefore, we want confirmation that the trend is still continuing. It's still strong. So we see it break through. We have that really good, I guess, idea from the market that it is actually saying, hey, I want to continue this trend. Now again, disclaimer, It's hard for me to actually explain this so much easier if I could show. So again, I have to put in here, roadtoforex.gmail.com. Email me if you want to see the screenshot of what it would look like, etc. Or want to learn the strategy more in depth. But yeah, that's what we want to see. And as for our stop loss, we're just going to put it just beneath, always beneath our resistance line. Do not put it on the line. Don't be greedy, because that's what I always say to all my students. Putting on the line is greedy, just put it underneath. Because sometimes the market comes down and it wicks through. As we said, forex, a this lesson, it's not a game of perfection. Sometimes it will come down, not hit the line. Perfect for us. Sometimes it will come down and it'll hit the line. Not so good. So that's why we put it underneath. We don't want it to do that. Sometimes it will just come back down, hit the line. And then push off and just use it as a spring. So we just want our stop loss to be, let's say, 5 pips below that line. 3 to 5 pips below the line. Just enough for a wick to come through. Because it might not close on that line. Just to prepare us here. Realistically, guys, only aim for a 1 to 2 here. A 1 to 2 risk-to-reward ratio. Don't be greedy. You're probably only looking at 30 to 40 pips max in a move. So have your stop loss around 15 pips maybe even have your stop loss at 20 pips, something like that. So if it does, you can still get that you know, one to two. And the better you get at this, you know, the tarder your stop loss is gonna be, etc. Now, although I have taught you this, and this is a strategy that I personally use without any indicators to pass an FTMO strategy, I had back-tested this. I understood what all the moves look like. And I want you to do that as well. Back-test it. Just because I've taught you this here does not mean you can just straight away be a master of it be smart, go back test it, have a look at what everything actually looks like right, there are indicators that I use such as the RSI and the EMA to add further confluences to it to make sure that everything is going well, I've even added pivot lines in there for example I know other my other students have added parabolic SARs some oscillators on there stochastic EMAs There's a few different ways that you can go about it depending on the trader that you are, but we're already 13 minutes in and that is way too complicated to talk about in terms of a podcast. So I have given you a strategy to use. You can put it in the market, but be smart, be a professional trader, backtest it, look at it, make sure you understand it. I'm always here. As I said, I plugged my uh, email in a few times, so I'm not going to do it again. But that is going to be it for this episode. I've also made a Patreon, guys, and I'm going to link it in the description here. So if you want to donate to the channel, that would be amazing. means I can put more, I guess, of these uh, podcast episodes out. And I might even turn this into a YouTube video if you guys liked it and then chucked it on my Patreon so that you guys can actually understand what this is, and I'll give you a strategy for free, basically. So if you want to help me out, please do. If not, I will see you in the next episode, guys. Stay safe and have a great day.